Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to a special Saturday edition of Long Island's number one pro wrestling broadcast, Monty and the Pharaoh, with special guest Ace Cowboy Bob Orton, Jimmy Farrow. What's happening there, Monty? All right, brother. You want to introduce our guest? Why, please? certainly. I have the privilege to introduce our guest, Cowboy Bob Orton. Born on November 10th, 1950, 61242, listed from Kansas City, son of Bob Orton Sr., brother uh, Barry Orton, uh, father of Randy Orton, Nathan, stand-up comedian. Uh, the resume reads as follows, NWA Florida Tag Team Champion three times. Mid-Atlantic Tag Team Champion, two-time Georgia Tag Team Champion, and here's one of our favorites, PWI Rookie of the Year, one of our favorite publications, Cowboy Bob Orton. Thank you for being here. Thank oh, you. Oh, my pleasure. Thank you, guys. We always uh, talk. Tony Gurria was also... Uh, 
Did he share that? Year, I got the rookie of the he year. Sh- we, he shared that with you. Uh, yes, we did. And a few weeks go. ago, I just seen him in. Uh, uh, seen him in Iowa. And okay. He looks. Uh, Looking good. Uh, great. Okay. Uh, Two forty-two. Thank you very much. I haven't weighed that in twenty years. <laughs> <laughs> Did they get the height right? Six-one. Did they get the height right? Pretty close. Oh, okay. He's still pretty tall, you know, man. He always seemed bigger than six-one, though. Is that just me? You were like a yeah, skyscraper. Six-one. Six 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 oh, yeah. like sky- How tall is Hogan? Uh, Hogan, I think, was six-five. Yeah, six, it's about six-five. Six, oh, yeah. They always seemed bigger to me. Yeah. What are you weighing nowadays? Uh, Two sixty. Nice. Uh, I'm working on it. Hey, looking good. You look good. <laughs> looking go. good. Looking thank good. Thank you. Thank you very much. All right, man. So uh, we just want to start off. Let's ask you about this. Growing up the son of uh, Bob Orton Sr., what's it like uh, having a legend as a father? It was fantastic. Uh, a little bit rough in school. Dad was always a heel or a bad guy. So nobody liked him. So therefore, nobody liked me. Okay. Really? Which, which made school interesting, but as a young age, I got pretty tough. <laughs> Which you know probably helped me later on in life because uh, those fellows I slapped the hell out of, you know, made me the man I am today. Okay. <laughs> there you go. How was how was Pop at home? Was he a stern father or was he like easygoing or a combination of the two? Uh, a combination of the two. Okay. You know, you didn't want to mess up around Dad, but if you did what you're supposed to, he was great. Okay. How did your mom like the wrestling business? Oh, I don't think Mom even watched. Yeah. Really? Wrestling. She she. Uh, did the violent aspect bother her, or she just was like, okay, as long as well, nobody gets hurt? like wrestling. Dad got hurt, you know, had the back operations and stuff, and okay. and I think that uh, uh, maybe hurt Mom a little bit, and then uh, she owned a bar, so okay. so she was you know, always busy at the bar. Mm-hmm. How long was the bar in establishment for? Well, my grandparents had it before oh, uh, okay. uh, we did, so they probably had that play maybe 30 years. Okay. So family-run business, then. Yeah, yeah. So let me ask you, that's, that, that rolls into this. Um, was it a foregone conclusion that you were going to become a pro wrestler and your brother would become a pro wrestler, or were you thinking about... Well, I, I started wrestling amateur when I was nine. And so wrestling always kind of been in my blood. And uh, I tried college for a couple of years. And said, Campus living is fun, but your grades aren't real. <laughs> well, yeah. So... It, you were studying, you just weren't studying books. Exactly. There we go. And when I was studying, I enjoyed maybe a little <laughs> bit too much. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but the anyway, man. <laughs> I ended up going to Florida and uh, my sportatorium down there with Eddie Graham and I worked out with uh, uh, Hiro Matsuda. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's, let's see, Jack Briscoe come in and help me out every once in a while. Jack Briscoe. And so that's what was it, I got started. What was it like training with Hiro Matsuda and... Uh, Jack Briscoe and Eddie Graham. But how much were you able to learn? I mean, my God, oh, that's a plethora. Yeah. Oh yes, it is. Yeah. And, and, and plus, Dad would would uh, uh, help me with the uh, psychology part of the business. Okay. So I got to learn wrestling from a couple of the best, uh, uh, Hero and Jack, and ring uh, uh, psychology from Eddie and my dad. So, so I was pretty fortunate to have that kind of a of the uh, coach. Were you hoping were you hoping to be a heel or a face as you started to come up with did those ideas even pop into your head or whatever was given you was fine? Whatever was given me was fine until I got into the business and, and started working and, and heel is a lot more fun. 
it's, it's just more fun. Right, <laughs> right. No doubt about it. If you were doing it nowadays, though, would you be a heel or a face? I'd be a heel. Even with the marketing and the t-shirts oh. and all the money you could make? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was never my big thing. I mean, it really wasn't. I just enjoyed my job. I got paid plenty of money as far as I was concerned. I know a lot of guys did better. Didn't care. I had a blast. My whole life I've had a blast. That's I, great. I've got no complaints. So at one point, do you tell your father, Dad, I think I want to be a pro wrestler. College isn't working out. And what, what does he say to you, and what's his advice to you? Well, he had gone to, to Florida for his last run down there, and so I ended up just going down with my wife. He didn't know I was even married at the time. Well, tell us that. How come, how come you didn't tell anyone you got married? Because he told me never get married. <laughs> that's, a smart, that's a smart man right there. Wow. I wish, Mr. Orton knew you know, his stuff, You know man. what? I kind of wish that uh, Bob Orton Sr. was my father. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, thank, thanks a lot, Mr. Monty. Uh, right? Thanks, Dad. Oh, thanks for the advice. Jeez. Oh, my Lord. So, anyway, I didn't become the dentist he wanted me to be and, and didn't get married. What? So. The dentist? Be <laughs> yeah. super, superplexing his patients. So, so, oh my God. so you secretly get married, and, yeah. and then you then you tell Dad, "Hey, look, yeah, I, I want to be a wrestler." Yeah, you know, he didn't say much for a while. Then he, okay, I damn kid. <laughs> Life goes on, but then he helped me, you know, and uh, he gave me everything he could. That's great, and, and uh, which uh, worked out to be great. So, after having this amazing team of trainers, you arrive in the NWA. How was the uh, cowboy gimmick acquired? I yes. was with Gary Hart was my manager in Atlanta, Georgia. He was great. And uh, Dickie Slater come in, and Gary wanted to put me and Slater together. Uh, Mr. Excitement was Dickie Slater, and he said, your name's too plain. I'm going to make you a cowboy. So I went out and bought a hat and a vest, and and off we went. So you you were all in with the cowboy gimmick, huh? Hey, whatever. Whatever, just just let me wrestle. That's not oh, wrong yeah, with that. Yeah, exactly. Can I get your thoughts quick on Dick Slater? Because I feel like he's incredibly underappreciated over the years. Dick I felt he was amazing. Slater was phenomenal. Yeah. What a hand. He was just, just, uh, Mike skills. for somebody that worked harder. But I think he's had a lot of, uh, uh, health problems. And nobody can get a hold of him that I know. I've been really? trying to get a hold of him for 20 years. I know wow. he's Are in you Florida s- and he's in wow. some type of a home. Oh. But uh, nobody seems to know where. He had it factor. He was a tremendous heel. Oh, tremendous yeah. on the microphone. Oh, yeah. Great in the ring. I mean, yeah. just brutal. Oh, yeah. I thought yeah, he was yeah, great. Yeah. Bob, Bob what, what makes a great hand in your opinion? What makes a great hand? Somebody who's willing to fall through their own behind and it don't bother them. Someone who works hard and when they go out there, they give it all they've got. Uh, when people do that, I'm, I'm very happy with That's what I always did. Well, I can tell you, growing up watching you, we always felt you gave you gave it all every match. Well, we, we, were, we were big fans. I loved what I was doing. Well, you could tell. It's easy to work hard when you love what you're doing. So, obviously, I was telling you before we started, I've been trying to get out of New York for the last 20 years, right? So, uh, <laughs> we, we grew up together. Uh, Shit, it's hard to get from here to the bridge. Oh, please, there you go. There, 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 How about there, from there. downtown Huntington to here? Oh, my God. That's right. That was a half an hour, right? <laughs> oh, I know. We were driving around in oh, circles. He's right around the corner. I had to shave. <laughs> well, you know, here's it? the thing, though. Where we, are in, where we are in Long Island, though, it does, it does have everything you need, right? You, oh, you, yeah, you, yeah. I can all see the food. The food. Sure. Shopping. Sure. Right, bars, whatever you, whatever traffic, you like. traffic, 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 Tra- traffic's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> traffic's, <laughs> traffic's awesome. <laughs> yeah, 
Look, Bob, in 1981, uh, you arrived to the WWE. Um, that was considered the big time, I guess. Yeah, for sure. But this is, so... It was we like were WWF when I got Right, it. exactly. Right. So we were always WWF fans, but yes. we used to read, you know, we talked about PWI, we used to read about the magazine, NWA, AWA. So it's, you know, the, obviously the WWE now is probably one of the only games in town. So whenever you see these documentaries, a lot of wrestlers, like when you got to New York, you knew you made it. Mm-hmm. Was that a fact? Was yeah. it like when you, you know, you're in Florida, as your dad say, you get to New York, son? You have now arrived. You certainly felt like that. In, in uh, Madison Square Garden, you know, it doesn't matter who you are, where you are, if you're involved in athletics or sports, a uh, team or individual, when you've made the garden, and when you've made the main event in the garden, you know, there's really not a whole lot more you you can accomplish except, you know, keep going back and being in the main event, of course, you know, right. you know better and better and better. You've just hit but, the Mecca. But, yeah. But yeah, yeah, that's it. That's so in the NWA, way. what was the largest crowd you probably played to when you were wrestling in middle? What was it, NWA? Right. Yeah. No, we had some some big house. Greensboro did uh, probably 18, 20,000 people. Well, you and Dick had the program like with Ric Flair, didn't yeah. you? And that had to be in front of yeah. a billion people. Yeah. Oh, that was so funny. We, uh... You messed him up. <laughs> we, had, we had that program going. But, but I'll tell you something. I don't even know if I've told anybody this, especially on the air. But I, Beautiful. Let's hear it. Go for it. I don't care anymore. Okay. Great. Fair anyway, me and, uh, me and Flair are working, I think, back in Greensboro. Might have been in Charlotte. Okay. And Flair country. We had just done the big thing. And I'm working with Flair. But I'd just come in from New York. I'd been there maybe six, seven months. So I small package Flair, and I said, Rick, I said, I'm sorry, but, but Vince wants me to beat you. Oh. And then I turned loose of him and laughed like a son of a Last time we ever worked. Really? <laughs> wow. I guess oh, Rick yeah. didn't find that too humorous, oh, yeah. huh? <laughs> <laughs> he didn't, but I still did. Spoiled sport. <laughs> That's great. Did your dad ever share with you... Uh, uh, his time when he wrestled Bruno at the Garden. Nice. What was it like for Dad? Nineteen sixty-eight. Yeah, yeah. I okay. know Dad well. It was the sixty. Might have been earlier than that. No. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. Sixty, but but Dad had so much heat that uh, that uh, Lou Albano had to come down one time in uh, Sunnyside Garden with a uh, gun. Wow! What? Just to get him out of the ring. Really? And Dad had. Uh, <laughs> Oh. Had that kind of heat, and uh, that's not normal. Richmond, <laughs> Virginia, him and uh, uh, Malenko uh, had a riot, and uh, they knocked Dad out with a chair. He was walking under the bleachers. They hit him in the head with a chair as he went under the bleachers. They cut Malenko. They got him in the ambulance, oh, and people it. tried to turn the ambulance over. Holy cow! And that uh, you need combat pay back then, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's uh, that's the kind of heat Roddy and I had here for a while. They've kind of, of, of simmered that down a little bit. And How dangerous was it for you and Roddy? Did it ever oh, get crazy? We, it must uh, have. Yeah, we fought our way out of a lot of arenas and, and had them waiting for us when we come out to ramp. <laughs> what is it? Baltimore. You believe this? Baltimore. People are insane. Baltimore one time. <laughs> We're going to leave. Usually we'd sit back there and have two or three beers before we left, you know, let everybody clear. So we'd, 
you know, we're sitting back there, and yeah, let's go, okay, fine. So we open up the garage door, and we're driving out, and there's a big ramp goes up. Oh, everything's cool. We get to the top of that ramp, and boy, there they were. Hello. <laughs> wow. Yeah, we hate little, you. <laughs> I was driving a little Datsun at the time. Oh, great. Doesn't even so have I a big, did, safe truck. <laughs> so I just hit a hard right, went right down the sidewalk. People were jumping oh out. Oh, my God. Jumping out of the way of the car, going both ways. Finally got... Got a space between two parked cars. We got out of there and we were gone. Jeez. But uh, uh, that kind of thing happened a lot. But they've really uh, uh, calmed that down a little bit, which is great. Did you, know, did, did you ever get into it with but, any fans? But, but I must admit that, God, I love that. Yeah. Plus, did you ever get into any fans? Maybe you were at the bar one night. I mean, I... I There's always uh, some idiot who wants to, you know, well, stand up to a wrestler. Especially <laughs> the bodyguard of uh, Roddy Piper. Yeah, right? yeah that's when always was, intelligent. <laughs> when I was Florida heavyweight champion... I weighed about 215. This is the first time I met Hogan. I was on my way home, and I thought I'd stop. I'd heard about this band, and I thought I'd stop, you know, and listen to the band play a set, which I did. And a big old blonde-headed guy playing the bass guitar. So anyway, they finished their set. Well, I'm going to go home. I don't want the wife to worry about me. So I walk out in the parking lot, and I hear this deep voice, Hey, Mr. Orton. Mr. Orton and I turned around while we were talking about, you know, people trying me and stuff. You know, when you're the Florida heavyweight champion yeah. at 215, everybody tried <laughs> <laughs> and, That's and, funny. And I turned around and I looked and I seen Hogan and I went, oh my God, am I in for it now? Oh, and I set my feet and he goes, he goes, I'd like to get into pro wrestling. Wow. He goes, where should I go? Wow. I said, go see Hiro Matsuda. I said, he's the best in town. He's at the Sportatorium. Thank you, sir. And I was gone. <laughs> then, then did he call you like a couple weeks later and go, Hero broke my leg. Thank you for that advice. <laughs> <laughs> no, I never got that call, but, but uh, he did all right. But you're, you're, the, yeah, guy that, sure you're the guy that got it all rolling then, huh? You know what? It's just something that happened. He would have gotten in business anyway. There's no yeah. doubt about that. Right. I mean, I mean, he was born for it. No doubt about it. But I just happened to be... There, you know, is, right time, right place. Yeah, yeah, timing is still, timing. still special. Uh, Bob, we, growing up, we were, uh, we were, we grew up during the Bob Backlund Championship. Sure, war, okay? sure. Uh, you actually got two matches at MSG. You won the first one by countout, and the uh, blow-off match was uh, a lumberjack match, which unfortunately you lost because we were always praying for someone to beat Bob. <laughs> so, yeah, we, we, uh, we, we hated Bob with yeah, a passion. Yeah. And whoever came into town, and again, I will tell you, growing up, right, I... I think I sported the cowboy hat for a couple yeah, of months. Yeah, you did. I, uh, you did. I have no hair now, but I even had thinner hair <laughs> when I was please. younger. You had that curly hair, so it was like uh, you and I just didn't match up. I tried. I had the vest. I tried the hat. It just didn't work. So. Well, thank you. Um, Me and Piper and Orndorff was, uh, was at a place in, in Allentown uh, uh, four or five years ago, I guess. And uh, these three guys come in. And one of them was dressed like me, one of them like Roddy, and one like Paul. It was amazing. <laughs> that is great. We just had a blast. They that is great. Really how, had a good time. How was it working with the guy we've really learned to appreciate, the great yeah. Bob Backlund? How yes. was it working with Bob oh, Backlund? Oh, phenomenal. Phenomenal. He could do anything. Great, great. you talk about a strong man. Okay. 
<laughs> I don't know pound for pound if I've ever met a stronger, mm-hmm. stronger human being. Greg Valentine said something interesting about him that when he worked with him, he actually learned a lot from him. His yeah. style, he was able to pull some of his style off, and sure. he taught actually Bob how to pace himself, believe it or not, a little bit because they were having those those Iron Man matches almost those really yeah. long matches. So, oh, Bob is amazing and in shape and fit. So let me let me ask you this: Coming into the WWE, a lot some wrestlers state that Bob was killing the WWE. I say WWE; I know it was WWF, right? Mm -hmm. That Bob was actually killing. They were going getting close to bankruptcy because of because of him. Do you think he was a good drawer? Was he a good drawer? I don't think I ever was on a card where it wasn't sold out. It was damn close. Okay. And, and no matter whether I was working with him or somebody else, I, I, I just don't don't believe. That's the first time I ever heard anything like that. Okay. Right, fair to enough. To be honest with you. That's and fair. I'm kind of stunned. I, uh, I thought Bob was just... Uh, We've grown to appreciate that, that championship yeah, reign. Yeah. And, uh, you know, another guy that doesn't get enough props who also hated at the time, uh, Pedro Morales. Do you have any yeah. th- anything to say about Pedro? How it was like to work with Pedro? Because oh, the yeah. WWE thing, right, was after you yeah. did your blow off with Bob, then you went for yeah, the Intercontinental Pedro, with Pedro, and if you're lucky enough, get to, and then, then you're you on your to, way out, then right? Then you went to Andre. Right. Yeah. Or Tony Atlas, right? <laughs> <laughs> sure. <laughs> No formula going on there, huh? <laughs> so how was it working with Pedro? Oh, great. You know, Pedro was fun. I, uh, uh, I don't really remember, you know, uh, maybe one or two guys back in that time that you didn't go out there and enjoy having your match with. Right. Because everybody was very good. Who did you dread? And everybody was different. Who did you dread working with? Oh, God. Come I, on now. I hate saying names. That I just, I just say it. had to be a couple. That Listen, I'll help you out. Out. <laughs> Valentine on our show said he could not stand working with S.D. Jones. He said yes, S.D. He, was stiff. He did it. He just said he was rough. He, he said, said he was stiff rough. and he didn't like working <laughs> with him. <laughs> he said he could yeah, be Yeah, but, but <laughs> see, we had fun, right? <laughs> we had fun, S.D. I would think maybe Pootski. I didn't enjoy working with Pootski. How come? Pootski. Uh, I love it. You take that hammer there was a guy and guy Outback Jack. I, I didn't. When I went in the ring with Outback Jack, I worked with the people for 10 minutes until it was time for him to beat me. And that, that, that's just right. you know, what I did. Because I, I just, I mean, the guy, gosh, the times were changing. That's when he was changing. Yeah, I heard, really heard Pootski yeah. was a bit irritating in the locker room, too. So, at least from what we he just, heard. He just, just. It was just hard for me who liked to go out and do things. Right. For somebody who just wanted to go out and pose. He was very limited. And then beat you, yeah. He was, he just, was so you know, limited, no doubt. So, so let me ask you this. You were talking about Andre the Giant. Um, yeah. We recently oh, I, loved, I loved working with Andre. Okay. So why did you love working with Andre, number one? And number two, on the documentary, spoke about him having some real heat with Randy Macho Man Savage. Lanny Poffa was in studio a couple of weeks ago. And he also had heat with the Iron Sheik. Did you know about all that heat? And was it like what was it like in the locker room? Well, I don't think that's probably the the right way to to uh, to characterize Randy and Sheik. Is 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 uh, Sheik used to to come in? Me and Andre would be sitting there playing cribbage. Andre dated my little sister. Oh, really? oh okay. So he loved me and and. Would sell for me like he would for, for the big show, but but okay, but uh, but she would. Oh, Mister Giant. Oh, oh, Mister <laughs> Andre. Can I get anything for you? Can I do this? Can I okay. do this? Okay. 
I'm like, oh, get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> when they'd go out there, Andre would just beat the hell out of me. <laughs> were you like, like, were you in fear for like the Sheik's life? Like, this guy's going to die tonight? <laughs> but was Andre like just messing with him or did he really dislike him? Was, he, was this Andre's I way of... I don't think Andre actually disliked anybody. Okay, okay. Andre, He's just messing with people. He just... Because he could. Because he could <laughs> and because they kind of asked for it. Okay, you know. okay, okay. You had to ask, you know, you had to go pretty far over the okay. side of the cliff to get Andre pissed off at you. Give us your thoughts on Macho Nicest Man. man ever. I, I was around him uh, in a couple of different occasions. I guess he was all right. Okay, okay. I think he did pretty darn good in the wrestling business. Oh, 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 I, think, yeah. I think you all did pretty but darn good. But I didn't, didn't run with him or hang with right. him or, or right. anything like Where that. does the, that great move, the superplex, come from? Actually, gosh, dang it. Uh, the kid from Minnesota, not a kid, the, the, a man from Minnesota, and I can never remember his name, and I really hate that. But he's the first one who did it. Okay. Brad Reigns? No, not Brad. Uh, oh, he, he, Kurt Hennig? He died of brain cancer. Oh. Uh. Uh, and he had a brother who worked. And I, I just can't remember his name, okay. but, but it was, it was, uh... But you decided to take this move upon your, well, your that was Fuji, said you ought to do this, so I did. Okay. And anyway, a few years later, I was at Minnesota, and, and, uh, Scott was his first name, I can't remember his last name, but we were in Duluth, Minnesota, and he walked up to me, and he was sick, and he says, where's my cut? I said, oh boy, <laughs> Scott, I go, what? He goes, the superplex. I go, oh gosh. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he laughed. You know, we had a good time yeah. and, and everything with it. Got it. God, it makes me mad. I can't remember. But I'm getting old. It's There's all right. a lot of things I don't remember. I can't remember my name, so it's okay. Yeah, yeah me too, me too. We did recover when you went back to the uh, NWA and uh, teamed up with Flair. So let's move on, Mike. Uh, the return to WWE, he comes back as Ace Cowboy Bob Orton. So, yeah, so you come back as Ace uh, to WWE. Is that uh, Well, I wasn't Ace yet. So when you return back, the, who who presents you with the plan to become Ace and who tries to put you with Roddy Piper? And did you have a any sort of history with Roddy Piper before this? Yeah, uh, uh, he was in uh, Charlotte the same time I was, and, okay. and we got to know each other and you know, were pretty good friends. And, and when I come up here, they asked me if I would... If I would do this, I said, sure, you know, it sounded like fun to me. I like a, I really just enjoyed my job. Yes. Yeah. You know, I just enjoyed my job. The only thing I didn't like about it was when we started going every night, plus two times on Saturday, two times on Sunday. Uh, There's a couple of years there. I, I got home maybe 30 days out of both years. Mm. So that I didn't like. But, but as far as going out and, and, uh, uh, performing, I loved that. Uh, then Roddy just uh, started calling me Ace. So really? That's where that come in. Yeah, yeah. Was yeah, that like during a live? Sh- that was just during one of the uh, uh, Piper's pits. He just okay. started calling me Ace. He might have said, "Do you mind if I call you Ace?" And I, no, I don't care. Let's call. Me. But uh, 
But that's how that all got started. How, so, how was your relationship with Ronnie? Sorry, there. Well, how was your relationship with we Ronnie? We remained good friends. I talked to him maybe a couple of days before he passed. His his wife had had stayed up on their ranch in there, or in Oregon for for uh, 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 while he traveled and stuff. And then he had gone to L.A. and and was getting into movies and stuff like that. She had just moved down to stay with Roddy, not long, you know, maybe a couple of months, maybe maybe a little longer, maybe a little less, you know, I'm not sure, but I know she hadn't been down there with him long. And then I talked to him, and, and he was the happiest I'd ever heard him. And then a couple of days later, I got to call, he was gone. Mm. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, but... Uh, he I stayed in touch with, uh, Valentine I stayed in touch with a little bit, and, you know, that's about the only guys I really stay in touch with. You know, everyone's got their own life and their own family. And, right. And, you yeah. Roddy, for some reason, and it reminds me of you, too, and I wanted to get your opinion on it. Roddy, for some reason, was never given a world title. For some reason, you were never even given at least an intercontinental title. Why is it that some of these guys, yourself and Roddy included, clearly main event guys, clearly, why not a strap? Or was this just a different time period where belts Gosh, were? Who knows. You know, who Did knows it ever bother you? Thinking. Like you know, geez, where's my strap? I, oh, it would have been nice, but, but right. you know, I had a few titles here and there. So. Right. Were there ever any flirtations in the back? Like you know, Bob, you might get the Intercontinental belt. We're talking no, about it. Nothing no, like that. No. Okay. I was just curious mm. about that. Uh, is it true that the injury to your arm, because we know that the cast shortly thereafter appeared on your arm for like yeah. forever, uh, <laughs> is, is, it, is, it, is it true that the arm injury was actually real and occurred during the water settle, the score against Jimmy Snooker? Like you had you had really broken it? He's afraid to, should I say? No, you know, like the rumors were that you really busted it, and then it healed, and they were like, Keep the cast on. on. Yeah, that <laughs> was, means I did a good job. You did a great <laughs> job. You fooled me completely. Well, there you have it, folks. The, the, big, the bigger question is, how much did you sell that cast for, and how much did you make for it? <laughs> oh, holy eBay, Batman. You know what? I've, I've never done stuff like that. I'm not okay. very sharp. Randy, not too long ago, asked me if I still had some of my old friends. <laughs> I said, no, I took it to Goodwill. Oh, man. Oh, Dad, geez. there's a guy that wants to buy your stuff. I said, well, yeah. shit, he's a little late. He's a little late. Quick, go to the dumpster. Go to the dumpster. Meanwhile, the guy from Goodwill is like a millionaire now. He's in the Virgin Islands party. Probably. We're feeling bad for him. Oh, oh boy. <laughs> so, you know, uh, the Pharaoh mentioned the war to settle the score. Did you know that this was the actual beginning of something? Something big. big. Like War to settle the score. So you had Piper the prequel Hogan. To the, the whole MTV WrestleMania. I think it was yeah. on MTV. Yeah, it was on MTV. So it was your prequel right, right before, before they decided to do WrestleMania. That's when Mr. T makes his first appearance. Uh, you and... Oh, before WrestleMania 1? Yeah. Correct. Yes. So that's Hogan, Piper at the Garden, which I was at. Yes, you are. One of the great, great You matches. didn't bring the Pharaoh either. I won that match. Sure. Yeah, you did. I beat Paul Orndorff with a cast to the head. That is correct. <laughs> <laughs> How was Paul? Did you get along with Paul? Oh, God, got along with Paul. Great. What an athlete. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Paul was, Paul was uh, a good man. Very intense. Yeah. Great yeah. on the mic. Yeah. Very intense man. Yeah. He's, he, and he's, sold that in the ring, too. Just intense. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you got this whole lead up. When do you start hearing about that they're going to execute something called WrestleMania? You know, we had... Uh, we heard about it and everything, which was great, and they're going to do the show. But you got to remember, uh, 
I'm not sure. The other guys might have known about all that stuff. I was never real big in what's going on and stuff. I just wanted to know who I was with, what we were going to do, and I'd go out and, and, and uh, I'd try to have the best match of the night. That's, so you just stay out of the politics, huh? That's what I did. Yeah, oh, definitely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, when, Mes- uh, when WrestleMania came around, we knew it was a really big thing. Uh, uh, and Vince, I think, was was pretty much, you know, all in. And then is, he it, did, is it true that he basically ransomed his mortgage? Because you hear these stories where he well, ba- he put everything, the college tuition I for the think, kids. <laughs> I think that might be true. We started getting our our uh, paychecks out of a bank in Boston, okay. which don't mean much except for we never did before. Okay. And after WrestleMania, we never got those checks out of Boston anymore. Oh. And I'm pretty sure that, that, that that's what did it. And, and the gamble paid and off. And the gamble paid off. Yeah. And the boom. Yeah, yeah. Now, I want to just back up a little bit. Um, I want to mention your brother Barry, right? He was yeah, a pro wrestler. Yeah. Barry, I think, was in the WWE almost at the same time you were. You were, you were together. Yeah, yeah. Um, much like Lanny and Macho Man Savage, you were a superstar, and Barry uh, was a talent enhancement guy. Yeah. How does that work with a family? Like, you know, you're, you're, you're a superstar. You're a big name. People come to see you. You're hanging out with Roddy Piper. You are the man. And is there any problem, like, jealousy from your brother, number one? And number two, is there any point that you feel it necessary to go to the WWE brass and, and say, look, I, w- I need you to push my brother a little bit? No, no, I would never do that. Barry always worked hard. Uh, 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 but he had his problems. You know, I don't even want to get into that because it's him. And, okay. And okay. It's, it's, it's not important. But, but uh you know, not say we didn't all have a few problems, you know, at yeah, one sure, time or another, sure. but, but Barry was pretty well hooked, and so, but uh, he was a good man for the spot they had him in, and if he would have been a little bit uh, clear-headed, you know, he might have done a little better, but, you know, life goes on. Sure. You can't look back at that stuff, and, you know, nobody's got any hard feelings or anything like that about anything, so... Okay. Fair enough. Uh, jealousy? I don't think he was jealous of me at all. Right. Seems to run in the family. There's yeah. a pretty even keel. Uh, yeah. I'm sensing going on here. Um, if we can hop back to WrestleMania one, I got to ask you. Did you know at the time how successful this event was going to no. be? Did you realize yeah. at the time we might be really on to something? This is the Super Bowl of wrestling at this point all these yeah, years later. Yeah, 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 I mean, yeah. how did that feel? Though? What was it like for you to step out. into that ring at WrestleMania 1 at the Garden? And did, what did it feel like? And did you have any idea this is going to be something that's going to be every year? Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it was big and, and everybody knew it was big. And like I say, when when uh, Vince hit that thing and boom, everything went, then, then we knew we were on our way. It, it, it was fantastic, but... At the same time, I was in uh, the first Starcade. Mm-hmm. I was in the first Saturday Night Main Event. Mm-hmm. And I was in in uh, when Andre fought Weapner or whatever. I was on that card, right. and I was on the one with Ali and Noki or, or mm-hmm. somebody. You know, I was on all the first time Chase things. Stadium. You know, lucky enough, I was on all them first time wow. shows. Right. So, right. So I it was big and everything, but I'd been there before. Right. Right. But, uh, but I don't think anything quite this big. Right. But being in those other s- slots 
you know, it was just uh, go out and have a great, you know, put on a great show. That's all. Did you sense then that Vince was going to eventually someday win these territorial wars and stuff? Did you see the Monday Night Wars coming at that point or anything like that? Did you foresee no, Vince, you know, becoming King of the Mountain? I knew it was going on, and I watched them switch their night, I think, to the same night Vince ran, and I thought, boy, these people are, you know, <laughs> they're not that sharp. Okay. Because Vince, you know, he had the horses. And although they still, you know, they had some pretty good talent down there, too. Sure. But the thing about there, and the thing about New York, when you come to New York, you had a chance to rise. And if you rose to the occasion, you rose on the card. When you were down there, if you weren't in Dusty's clique, or, or uh, whoever else's clique was down what. Sullivan, Flair, yeah, those right, guys, that old group, right? If you weren't in one of them cliques, you weren't going anywhere because they were, you know, they wanted it all and they got it all. Uh, I went down there, stayed for a little while, and, and uh, I called Vince and said, "Hey, please let me come back. I can't stand this stuff." Wow. This is what the, around '89 WCW, just very briefly, maybe. No, this would have been mid, the mid Atlantic, mid. Uh, Maybe four or five. Yeah. Or something like that. Oh, okay, yeah. okay. So let me ask you this though: When you see Vince doing this large takeover WrestleMania, um, mm-hmm. what were your father's feelings, and did you feel this was bad well, for wrestling? No, Dad. Uh, when we used to travel, I think it was even before I got into business. He used to say, "Someday, somebody is going to take this business and make it worldwide." Mm. And he called that yeah. shot, and and uh, and I was uh, lucky enough to be involved and and be around when it happened. That process. Now, what he did didn't bother me in the least. I'd been to a lot of territories, and and most people, you know, you get along with, they treat you okay, but there's no love lost. And what he did to them places and the way we were drawn, you know, that's what I thought about, is how are we doing? I never really thought a whole lot about how they're doing, because mm-hmm. it didn't concern me. Mm-hmm. I just wasn't that interested in what they had going on. So I'm going to have, like, two very important questions. So this is the first important yeah, question. Yeah. What was the WrestleMania payday for Cowboy Bob Orton? It was pretty good. Pretty good. <laughs> here, here, here comes the here comes the prying from Captain Cash Register. Here it comes. Pretty good. Come on, Bob. What's pretty good? Can we give a roundabout? Let me put it this way. Oh God. Valentine said his was like thirty grand. Is that what he said? He said on the show. I'm trying to remember. So you're main eventing. So I hope you're accurate because you're going to peel off at me. Wait a minute, thirty grand. That was so good. Jeez. I love talking numbers. He's like, what? That gosh damn Valentine. <laughs> I told you, what are you doing? Uh, oh, my God. Were you in the ballpark? Oh, my Lord. Unbelievable. I have a question about WrestleMania, if you don't mind. Sure. I saw in one of the shows, uh, one of the legend shows on the network, that Ali was a bit of a pain in the ass around the, the WrestleMania 1 match, around the... Uh, he was the special uh, Around the ring, though, that nice. they had to keep him out of the ring. Is that Oakland said they had to keep him out of the ring because he wanted to punch people. And you know, it's Gene's story, and you can tell it any Oh, okay, so, story. yeah, okay. <laughs> but I've been in the ring with Ali twice. Uh, uh, once right. at WrestleMania, and once he refereed a match for me down in uh, 
down in Tampa, Florida. I'm, I'm pretty sure with Mike Graham, Eddie Graham's boy. Okay. Right. And he was a special referee and knocked me out. <laughs> really? <laughs> Not really. <laughs> Not really? <laughs> you mark. K-Fame. I was K-fame. out. Yeah. He knocked me out oh and Mike won the, the Florida championship back. <laughs> when we got up here, uh, he swung at me and I ducked and got out of the way. There you go. Which means that he really knocked me out. Right. <laughs> Let me ask what let me ask you this. How was it dealing with Pat Patterson? Oh, Pat, what a mind for the business. Mm. I mean, what a mind. He was just, just, uh... Did he treat you okay? Ever, oh, sure. Uh, if you ever wasn't sure about something, you go sit down with Pat for a minute or two and say, here's what I'm thinking. He'd listen, boom, 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 well, maybe... Yeah, okay, great, that's you know, perfect. Okay. But he was just sharp. Okay. Was there anyone else valued that much, maybe Gorilla? At the time, was there anyone else you could go to besides Pat? Who were Vince's well, right, right-hand men besides Pat? God, Gorilla? I, I don't know. I guess Pat. I, I'm sure Gorilla. Okay. Uh, I know he thought a lot of Arnold. Okay. Uh, now there's guys in there now. I wouldn't even know who they are. Right. You had the incredible for good fortune to work for Vince Sr. and Vince Jr. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Could you compare the two of them? How they were as, as people and how they were as businessmen, their differences? Well, again, I was talking to somebody about this in the car uh, earlier today. I didn't get involved in that kind of thing. I never went to the office. I never sat down and talked with any about you know about doing this, that, and the other. I just tried to do the best I could with what they gave me, and I didn't uh, spend the time a lot of guys did, you know, which you know is probably to my detriment. But I was happy. I did well enough for myself. I was happy with myself while I did, I, so I didn't care. So you had pleasant experiences with both of them. Sure. Basically, fair enough. Sure. Well, we have a show, uh, the Evan Ginsberg Show. Evan is an agent, and uh, he's on Sundays from 11 to 1. Anyway, he's a big proponent for, he feels that all the wrestlers should have medical benefits, and some of the older wrestlers looking for that. Um, what are your thoughts on that? Well, I, I think that... Uh I think that now they do have some kind of of medical. Now, back in my day, we didn't, but now things are so much more high risk. I think that, that probably is a good thing. Uh, back in my day, you know, I had back injury and, and knees and stuff like that, but but nothing that ever really kept me down because, I, I don't know, I hate to... We were a little bit more careful. I think okay. might be, uh, you know, I, the I risk. Little, the risk factors have become did pretty. Did a seminar today, and yeah. I told them what's the first thing, what's the most important thing in professional wrestling. And you know, guys would say this, and guys would say that. I said no. You protect your opponent's body at all times. Mm. But you know, as Time goes on, things get lost. In, in so life. as you compare the errors of your error and today's, do you find that today's error is more dangerous? I think it is, yes. Okay. Just from watching. You still watch? Just Randy. Okay. Just Randy. So okay. you, you, you were in the big the big man era. Um, were you ever involved in steroids? Uh, you were a big man. I, so did you feel they, necessity to uh, start yeah, shooting the juice? But, yeah, but it's Don Morocco's fault. Ah! Don Morocco or Superstar Morocco. Billy Graham? Because Don Morocco, they teamed me up with Don. Okay. 
And the only way they can see me is if I got an arrest. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> How long were you doing? The, how long were you hitting the gas for? I just did it like three or four months. Okay, I, I just did one thing and boom, I was. Did you, you know, see any advantages from it instead of just becoming a little bigger? Yeah, or? It got stronger. Yeah, it got a lot stronger, a lot bigger. How did you? Everything got bigger. <laughs> Everything. Everything. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, oh I don't know. What do you do with that one? Um, <laughs> That's what she I'm said. not touching that. <laughs> you better not. Uh, don't touch that. Yeah. Uh, how did you like the? Uh, I like it. I watched it the other night. I was laughing my ass off. How did you like the boxing Bob gimmick? The boxing Bob gimmick. Yeah, was fun. it was hilarious. Yeah, what was it like working with T? Was there any point where you know, like, no. this guy hits me the wrong way, I'm gonna knock him into the fifth row or anything like that? No, or? I. I uh, no. And, and here's a, here's a Mike angle too. I gotta ask this for Michael. Did you have any bad feelings towards him the way Roddy? Pretty clearly did because Roddy clearly oh, can't that, stand. <laughs> See that? Now I'm starting to think that's a work. Now I'm starting to think that work. No, he's going to probably look at you like, duh. All right, but, give it to us. Now. <laughs> no, no, I mean, no, Roddy, did Roddy truly hate this guy? I mean, what's the story yeah. here with T? Yeah, I don't know why Roddy didn't like him. Never has. Okay. But, but, well, you really just let I it go, go don't you? Oh, Roddy hates him. So wait a minute, you're traveling after a boxing match in Phoenix. I'm walking back, you know, by his dressing room, and he's sitting there on the oxygen. He, Mr. T. He says, you want some, Bob? I said, no, I got my beer. <laughs> there you go. One's a, one's, a, one's a sort of fighter and the other one's a wrestler. Have a beer. You keep breathing there, pal. Um, so now we're going to move to Saturday night's main event, sure. right? You're on the premiere show of Saturday night's Gosh. main event. Well, now, this is huge. Thing I was on, uh, yeah, been on the front dude, you were like a, you're like a uh, trailblazer. Like not yeah. just a trailblazer. Yeah. trailblazer. He's almost like a, a rabbit's foot, man. Everything oh, yeah. he goes to is like that gold. That turns to too. gold. Very, yes. Very, very Some people there. just have it. Well, it reminds me of like the original <laughs> Green Bay Packers, the guys who brought the Super Bowl yeah, to where yeah, it was. Yeah. You, Piper, yeah. and Orndorff and Hogan were like the Green Bay Packers. That's it. You ain't kidding. So kidding. It was just fun. Piper, uh, Piper retires. You get put with Adrian Adonis. What was it like working with Adrian? Because we absolutely uh, love Adrian Adonis. <laughs> Any uh, stories for us on uh, the adorable one? So, well, first oh, I want to say a lot of... See, so far you've really... We don't want you to say bad things about Andy. And you seem like you liked everybody. But Adrian also had a bad rap, if you hear from some wrestlers. What it was it like being around Adrian? Well, Adrian was Adrian. And, and, and I got along with Adrian just fine. I, I, I don't... We even went to Japan together. You talk about about weird being with Adrian in Japan. Okay. My God. <laughs> uh, but Adrian He's that was, bizarre, huh? Did you feel at any time you should have said that? Did you ever feel at any time you should have said to Adrian, eat a salad? Would you please? <laughs> oh my God! Boy, he did go up, didn't he? Yeah, yeah it was oh like, my gosh, and, and he was an incredible wrong. worker. You know yes, what I found amazing? As he gained the weight, he still had the agility. I'll wow. tell you, somebody else uh, the same way was at. Uh, here I go again. Can't remember. His first name's not Scott. <laughs> no, but <laughs> the guy that came in out of Oregon, uh, Billy Jack Haynes. the blonde guy. Oh. No, you blonde hair. Not Billy Jack, but he was up there with Billy Jack. Okay. He was a good friend of Ed Wyskowski. Oh, boy. This what the hell was his but name? But the name Scott Dice, Dyshick just but came Anyway, he was like 220 <laughs> and stuff the first time I seen him. When he come back in here, mm -hmm. he, he had to be over 300. 
Still moved like he was 220. Yeah. But I can't remember his name. Gosh, dang, Bob. I've been hitting the head too many times. I think that's what it is. <laughs> Did you clock yourself with the camera? Yes. We know a few people. Like yeah, <laughs> you wait. Certainly we get in the head too many buddy, times, right? Buddy, buddy, uh, buddy Rose. Buddy Rose. Yeah, yeah. Playboy, Playboy buddy, buddy Rose. Rose. Playboy, Playboy Buddy Rose. Yeah, he used to weigh to right. Yeah, two hundred twenty pounds, maybe. Yeah, right. And, and look fantastic. They can move. Oh, he could wrestle and talk too. He went over, you know, way over three hundred, and still can move like he did when he was two twenty. I'll, say, I'll tell Same you what, when, you, when you're talking, bringing the, the older names up, these guys were incredible. Yourself, yeah. Buddy Rose. Oh, oh my God, Adrian crop. Adonis. It's, it's, uh, it, they were amazing, every uh, one of them. It, the matches were amazing. Is there Everybody anybody? had their own personality. Yes. And Everybody was, so was unique. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So let me, let me ask you, so this is a big deal with me, right? Mike over Matt Skills. To be a great wrestler, what's more important? Well, I think to be a great wrestler, you're Matt skilled. But if you want to talk about drawing money, that's what I'm talking about. Thank then, you for correcting me. We'd have to be. So uh, you got to talk him in the seats. Have to be the mic, yeah. A lot of people now. Where did you rank your mic skills? Oh God, I was right down to the bottom of the barrel. <laughs> really? <Yeah. laughs> He's being wow. rough. You're underselling yeah. yourself. Yeah, I, 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 I tell you what, yeah. I don't, okay. Um. Piper retires, went with Adonis, then your team with Morocco. We kind of covered Morocco. Mm-hmm. Uh, any chance that they were talking about you guys winning the straps? You, you were in WrestleMania 3, right? That should have happened. Yeah, Adonis said that a couple of times, but it, it never happened. And, and like I say, I just get, okay, Don, great. Uh, where'd you this rank is, Morocco as uh, one of the greatest wrestlers man. of all time? He was very, very good. Oh, yes, man. he was. Yes, he was. Is there anybody that's not yet because we're going to be getting to your Hall of Fame induction. Is there anybody in the hall that's not in the Hall of Fame that bothers you, that they're not in? Anyone you can think of? Because Adonis is not in, and we always bitch about that. Uh, Do you feel he's worthy? Of course he is. Okay. Any, anyone else you could think of offhand that you, know, you say to you're yourself? You're going to put Goldberg in and not even Adonis, and something's not right. Sure. Yeah, there you go. Sure, I agree with that. Yeah. Sure. Ivan Koloff. Ivan Koloff is not, not in. in. He's, he's not in. in. He's not, not in. in. I did not know. And he just passed away, too. Maybe Ivan is because, like in, he was in my dad's era, I think. Maybe a little after dad. Okay. But before the WWE thing. So I, maybe it's got something to do with that. He was WWF, not mm. WWE. Maybe. Mm. That's the only way that I could explain it because I don't know the answer. Right. And I don't see any reason why he's not, except for the fact that that he wasn't here from the time that the the WWE start. Right. And that might be it. I'm not sure, but if you go back and look, I think they put Watts in. Well, if they put Bill Watts in, mm-hmm. then why in the hell wouldn't I even be in? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. You're, mm-hmm. You know, you're exactly yeah. right. Yeah, there's some folks that makes no sense. Yeah. Yeah. We were big fans of Demolition growing up. They're not in. I mean, I understand. Demolition that, aren't in either. They're not in. I well, understand that there's sure this lawsuit going on of some kind with concussions. <laughs> and shockingly so. enough, probably the most important part, Alexa Bliss is in the Would you stop with Alexa Bliss? Oh, God, again, he's, he, he's in love with Alexa Bliss. Do you even Bliss. know who, do you, do you know who Alexa got, Bliss is? She's got a 500-foot order of protection going on. It's, it's, well, right. Let me ask you this first. What do you think of the women's evolution, number one? I know you said you pretty much just watch your son, but yeah. um, uh, what do you think of Revo- Women's Revolution? They really are getting a big push. They're getting their first pay-per-view. Yeah, they're getting their first pay-per-view, right. and, and uh, 
uh, stuff, and I hope it does great. I heard uh, they're bringing some of the older girls back in to be in that yes, show, sure, which, sure. which yes. is great. You know, God bless. I hope they do fantastic. Any thoughts on Moolah? Oh, I love Moolah. You did? Oh, okay. gosh, yeah, okay. yeah. What a nice Hell of an lady. entertainer. Oh, you ain't kidding. Yeah. And her and May, they, they just had a blast. Wow. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I really liked Moolah. She, she, uh, I like that. I met Moodle when I was just a kid. Mm. And a lot of the uh, of the older girl wrestlers I met when I was young because I used mm-hmm. to go to the matches with Dad a lot. Okay. So I knew all the midgets. I knew all the mm-hmm. the gals. Sky low, low, little beaver. Sure. Sky low, low. Yeah. Sure. So real quick, um, we're Lord almost out of time. We got about five minutes. Uh, okay. What was your feeling like to be in the Hall of Fame? Oh, it was being great. Inducted? It was great to be recognized for for something you enjoyed doing for so long. Who gave you the phone call, just out of curiosity? I think Howard Finkel. Wouldn't swear really? to it, but I think Howard Finkel. Oh, okay. Okay. I know he's the one who called about the ring uh, size and everything. And, and I'm pretty sure, because he used to do that kind of thing for Vince, like, you know, give the guys, you know, let you know where you were going and what you were going to do. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure it was I know he's the one who called about the ring. Were you surprised when, when you got the when he got, uh, Surprised when you got the phone call? Did it surprise you? I was like, "Oh, cool!" Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you got you got this this even keel thing going on here the whole way. What? Okay, that's cool. Where do I? When do I show up? You know, you've you've lost a lot of friends, obviously, throughout mm-hmm. the years. Um, the business. Can I ask you which one affected you the most? Well, Roddy. Roddy. Roddy was just. You know, right out of the, yeah. I, like I said, I just talked to him a couple of days before. Yeah. It's and like 20 uh, decades was, at least he got chipped out was of the I mean, shock. Last decades. time we were on a show together, I had had both knees replaced. Mm. And Roddy was supposed to be working with Terry Funk. And they, for some showdown in, in uh, uh, southern Illinois. And it's this thing, I forget what they call it, but it's out in the middle of nowhere. And they have rides and booze and parties and bands, all kinds of stuff. Plus, they have a wrestling show. So, so they give me a call. We'd like you to come down and be in Roddy's Corner. So I was, was 52 days from having both knees replaced. So I get down there, and we're sitting there talking, and Roddy goes, Bobby, Bobby, I kind of tweaked my neck the other night. Would, would it be okay if you worked and I was in your corner? Wow. I look at, <laughs> sure, Rod. <laughs> hey. That's what you want. Oh my God. That's what you <laughs> so I work with Terry. And, uh, you know, told him, I said, hey, my knees, I don't know what's going to You know, but I was getting around okay. I could walk. <laughs> so we went out and had our match, and Roddy got involved, and okay. you know, everything worked out just fine. But I'm thinking, I just told him. I got my <laughs> right. He's like, well, right. Sorry, take one for the team. You're, you're a pro. You'll be all right. Randy never gives us a hard time. There you go. Uh, speaking of Randy, as I mistakenly said the wrong name, Randy Orton, your son, who I personally love, uh, 13-time world heavyweight champion. How, how did you see him becoming this good? This is this guy's had your son has had some career, and did you foresee yeah. him becoming? I consider him the Lex Luthor to John Cena's Superman. 
keeps yeah. always been the night to John Cena's uh, day. Yeah. Um, yeah. Did you foresee him being so successful? Because he's a first ballot Hall of Famer too, obviously, he when the time comes. He certainly had the look, and he certainly had the talent. Yeah. And uh, when you take the look and you talent and you give it a push, then then you see what happens. It either does great or mm-hmm. bombs, and, and he did great. Could you tell early on he had he had it going uh, he on? Has the, yeah, yeah, yeah. He had it going on. You ain't kidding. Right, mind. So how do you feel Randy is on the mic compared to to Pops who just slammed himself? So. Well, Randy's better than I am. Uh, okay. He's not John Cena or Roddy Piper or right. Hulk Hogan. Right. But his uh, promos are... are to the point. Yep. No BS. Right. Yep. Doesn't scream and yell. Just nope. tells you what he thinks and and how it is. And, yeah. And I personally see nothing wrong with that that promo at all. I've always I, found him to be like a Clint Eastwood to in me. Contrast to the other stuff, certainly. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. Amazing career. Thank you. Uh, thank you very to much. Ennis, um, I want to thank you, sir, for taking the time out to visit our little show. Oh, my pleasure. And it's been our pleasure, and uh, you are an icon. You uh, gave us great times, right? Oh, my God, yeah. Years and, and years of them. Well, no, that I guess that it, makes my day. Well, uh, I, like I guess in life, I, if you change one person's life, you've done your job, right? And I, I could tell you, you've done it for millions, so we thank yes. you for taking this time with us. Well, I appreciate that. Thank you, guys. You nice got to be with us, Cowboy. You want to send yeah. us out, Farrell? Oh, basically, I just want to Bravo. say thank you, Cowboy Bob Orton, for coming down. You can catch Monty and the Farrell every Thursday at 8.05 at Village Connection slash Facebook Live, and we will see you next time on Monty and the Farrell. Thank you, Mr. Orton. Later. You're welcome.